We welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Hebrews 11 and 6. But without faith, it is what? It's what? You know what impossible means? It can happen. You cannot please God without faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Then he tells you why. Because he that cometh to God must believe first that what? Got to believe that he is. And then you got to believe that he is a rewarder of them that do what? Diligently what? Seek him. So it's not, digi- it's not boldly come before him. It's di- diligently seek him. <laughs> see, see let, let, let me get, let's get that straight now. He is a rewarder of them that boldly come before his throne. No, there's some requirements with all that boldness. I hate when the church started uh, overemphasizing how boldly they can come. You focus on the bold, but you really should be focusing on knowing who he is and that he will reward you if you diligently what? Seek him. That means there might be some time involved. Most of the time, there is time involved. How many of you know God has no watch? God does not have a watch. He's not thinking about linear time. Why would he worry about our time when he's the beginning and the end of time? Our time is an insult to him. May not come when you want him, but he's right on time. Who's time? No, he's not. God ain't right on time. Sometimes he, sometime he won't come. He ain't thinking about you and your time. Hurry up, Lord. And then why come that song only applies to money? What's wrong with black people? All of our songs, breakthrough equals money. Our miracle equals money. It either equals money or something we did to our body. <laughs> we ain't thinking about the healing until we done tore our body down. Oh, Lord, intervene right now. My kidney is looking like an acorn. Well, you drink Dr. Pepper every day. Lord, my <laughs> won't eat right to save your life. Yeah, stuff we do to our body. We, then we want to eat black folk. Yeah, we something else. We want healing for what we do. And it's always about money. My season is coming. What does that mean? Money. Here come my breakthrough. What? Money. Now they put it in every song. The light bill is due. The light bill is due. Somebody get me some money. Cause the light bill is due. <laughs> Somebody like, yeah, it is. It is due. If so not doing worship, I wouldn't have been going to sleep. <laughs> get on the keyboard, PJ. The light bill is. Yeah, all the black, man, Kurt Franklin praise radio station. Almost all the songs got light bill, rent, 
There's rent in a gospel song. It used to be the biblical rent where you would rent your, your garment. Now it's rent, rent. Did you ask him, should you move there? You saw somebody's place on Instagram and wouldn't rest till you found it. And now you in there asking the Lord to pay the rent. Rent is due. My rent is due. Somebody get me some money. <laughs> it's just somebody. You know they're going to vamp that part. Somebody. Anybody. Somebody. Anybody. <laughs> just, they don't care where I come from. <laughs> Why do we do that? Why do we write songs like that? Uh, don't nobody care about your rent. Man, when you sing about Jesus, and he is a rewarder of them that what? Diligently seek him. Christ is not only the author or originator of our faith, but also the finisher or the fulfillment of our faith. This signifies that God will see our faith through until when? The end, if we continue to believe. So understand, when this scripture says, Hebrews 12 and 2, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, you know what author and finisher is? That's the creator who started it and the one that finishes it. So if you put your faith in the one that started it, guess what's going to happen? What is he going to do? He's the author and the finisher. So if you believe in the beginning and keep believing, you will see it in the end. Now, sometimes it takes time. One thing I learned about God, we, we, don't, we can leave the Bible out of it. Just Let's just talk about fathers and kids. There's some things you want to give your child, but you know they're not ready for it. If you give it to them too early, they won't appreciate it. So you want to wait. And give it to them when they are ready for it and can handle the responsibility of it. Does that make sense? So the same thing with God. Some of the things we're asking God for, are you really ready? Sometimes God wants you to know him better before he gives you something. Because, you know, if you get it now, he ain't going to hear from you for a while. Oh, yeah, he ain't going to hear from you. He only hear from you when the light bill is due. Somebody give me some money. <laughs> so sometimes he doesn't give it to you because you're not close enough. You got to build a rapport with him. He needs to know you and you need to know him. The more you know him, the less you're going to ask for. Because the better you know him, the more you know that he'll supply your needs according to his riches and his glory. So you don't even have to ask sometimes. You're groanings and you're moaning sometimes. Well, he, he, he'll be right there. If you handle his business, he'll handle yours. That's what you learn if you get close to him. When you're not close to him, you're always asking for something. He's the author. Looking to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. 
who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God, the author and the finisher. Believing the unseen pleases God. God takes pleasure in us when we patiently trust him for what? For things. Pleasing God yields us peace and blessings from him. So when you know he's pleased, you get peace and blessings from him. Amen? But he likes when we patiently trust him for things. Meaning, wait. Get to know him. Wait. Fall in love with him. Wait. Isaiah 40 and 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall do what? Renew their strength by waiting on God. However, our faith is limited to God's will. We cannot believe for things that are not in his will for us. So faith only works when it's in his will. Many of us lost faith, believing God for something that wasn't in his will. Messed up our lives, other people's lives, made bad decisions, bad choices, everything, because we were praying for something that wasn't in God's will for us. And we couldn't figure out why he wouldn't give it to us. And so we went out and, and, and devised a way to get it ourselves and messed everything up. Amen. Anybody ever done that? Yes, you have. Yeah, you have. You messed it up because you couldn't wait. And it wasn't in his will for you. You could be looking right across the aisle at somebody that has it. And you pray and you can't get it. And you don't even understand it. Well, it may not be in God's will or it may be in his will, but not right now. The word of God explains his will. And the more time we spend growing in him, the more we know what? His will for us. So the more time we spend with God, the better we know what he wants. First John 5 and 14. And this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything, look at somebody say anything. You can ask anything. Ah, stop right there. There's more. If we ask anything, what? What? According to his will, he heareth us. So he hears us if we ask things according to his will. Amen. It's good to know. So the first step in pleasing God is knowing that he is God. We sung the song this morning. He is God. Some of us sung it. <laughs> he is God. That's the first step in pleasing God. To even come before him to ask for anything, we must first know who he is and what he wants from us. How are you going to come ask him for something and you don't even know what he wants from you or what he expects of you? So this is all about getting to know him. Faith will allow you to get to know him. But man, you better find out if he will even hear your request. Because it would have to be according to his will. You know, folks leave churches and go to churches where the word will cater to what they want. They, oh, I'm going to make it God's will. Just watch. Man, go to that church where the preacher is. See these keys. This is my new bins. Everybody, ah! Ah, yeah, this new bed, somebody just drove it up and threw the keys at me. 
Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm pray for you. I'm gonna pray for the throw keys anointed. Everybody that want keys, throw it at them. Come up, come up. Right now, right now, right now, right now. They do stuff like that. Why? Why does what you have? What does that have to do with what I have? Amen. Some folks join church. They go out there and look to see what the pastor's driving. Ask some questions. Ask security. They say, well, which one is the pastor's car? Right there. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm, oh, oh, oh. Hey, 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 hey. I'm joining this church. You ain't driving it. <laughs> but they think that what gets on the head is going to get on. That's because they don't know God. John 7 and 17. If any man will do his will, he shall know of the doctrine, whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. If any man will do what? His will, he shall know of the doctrine. Whether it's of God. You got to do his will. Amen? Amen? Praying for things that are not his will for us is a waste of what? Waste of time. And you will waste years seeking for something. That's not in God's will for you. This is why we must plant ourselves in a place where we can receive and hear what? The will of God being what? That's what you're doing in here. You're hearing the will of God week after week being taught to you. Yeah, the will of God. I mean, but for me specifically, man, it's broader than that. It's broad. Let's do the broad stuff first. Get a job. Get a wife. Take care of your family. Let's start there. Why are you trying to get a purpose before that? That is your purpose. Hey. Oh, listen to the thin hand claps, boy. That's somebody just. Mm. No. Saint, yeah. Hey, yeah. Oh, what's my purpose, God? What is your divine plan? I know oh, so many prophets and prophetesses have spoken and said that, God, you have something for me. You have something for me. Yeah, a job, a wife, and responsibility. Let's see you do that first. Amen. Everybody Jesus called, he called off their job. All of them was working. They was all working. He called all employed disciples. Even Judas had a job. I need the devil to have a job too. All of them need a job. Every one of them. This is why we must plant ourselves so you can hear the word. Romans 10 and 17. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing by the word of God. So you got to hear the word so you can learn God's will. How many of you was wanting something? Then you came to church one Sunday and found out that you didn't need to want that anymore. Has that happened to anybody? Yeah, you just, it was on your plate all week. Oh, Lord, by Friday, you were snotting and bleeding. I mean, you just, I cried and gnashing teeth and tongue. You just, all oh, out and Sunday came to Mexico. Oh, oh well. <laughs> that was a waste of time. <laughs> a whole week of that. <laughs> man, because you found out, but it's through learning the word. You find out that, man, I don't even need that. There's a step before that that I got to make sure I secure. Usually when you're praying and it don't happen, there's a step before that that God wants you to, to deal with. That's something else. And you need to ask him, God, is this prayer even worth me praying? Is there something else you want from me? You know what he's going to do? <laughs> yeah, he's just going to jump back and make you draw nigh. 
you know, God made us. So he know to make us act right. Just keep delaying stuff. I mean, he made us, so he know that the delay works. We cannot skip over God's creation plan for us and expect blessings from him. We cannot ignore his code of morality, ethics, and behavioral uh, statutes while expecting to be pleasing to him. Y'all, you're not going to ignore God and get something from him. Man, he's going to make sure you, man, you better be acting right. You better do what's right. You better listen to me when I tell you to do something. You want this big thing? Then I'm going to put you through about three small tests and see if you pass them. Yeah, because you're not going to ignore his creation plan. You're not going to ignore the order of the home. Whether well, man is the head of the home. You're not going to ignore that and then expect a blessing. A lot of women cancel it. They cancel their husband's prayers. Cancel them because they won't get... They won't stay in their place. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, you grew up around nothing but Jezebels. You learned to stir a pot when you were six. <laughs> We're going to start you with the little spoon, baby, the little spoon. Uh, you can't have a big spoon yet. Come on. Come on now. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. <laughs> That's it. That's my baby. That's my baby. The little hand broom. We're going to give you the hand broom with the handle about that long. You ain't ready for the, the long. The long handle is authority. That one will fly. The, the little one won't fly. That's just You just carry that around getting ready. Yeah, you grew up around all of that. God bless you with a husband. And you start acting like that. You canceling prayers. You canceling prayers and messing up your husband's upward mobility in life. Don't you mean mug me. This state will usually keep us doubting and what? Unbelieving. So if you're not going to do what God wants, you can't ask him for anything. And the devil hears it and the devil will give you stuff making you think it's God. Oh, just keep on. You you keep talking bad to him. Keep on. We're going to bless you with this and bless you with that. And you talking down to him. God isn't giving you anything. One day you look up, mm-hmm, it's time to give it all back. Devil don't give you anything and let you keep it. But God's blessings add no sorrow. Can't nobody take it if God gave it to you. God giveth, the Lord giveth, and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He's the only one that can take it. Hebrews 4 and 12, for the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit of the joints and the marrow. It is a discerner of the what? The thoughts and the intent of the heart. So you can't skip over the word because the word is the one that's going to expose why it is you want that that you're praying for. Ooh, I just preached in here. The intent of the heart. That's why you can't get it. The Bible said you're not getting it because you ask amiss. You're asking for it because somebody else has it. You're asking so you can throw it in your in-laws face. But the word will straighten that mess out. Why are you really wanting this? Those that seek after him are exercising faith in the process. To continually hope for something that has not yet happened is the true definition of what? Of faith. Hebrews 11 and 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things what? Not seen. So those that seek after him 
or ex- so this is why he wants you to seek after him because it's building your faith. It's building your faith to the point to where you'll begin to trust him instead of ask him. When we diligently seek after God, we are showing that we believe it will what? Anybody can ask for it and then quit. The Bible says a man that puts his hands to the plow and don't finish is not fit for the kingdom of God. So you got to see it all the way through. So when we are diligent, that's what diligently seeking after God really means. We are showing that we believe it will happen. This pleases him and he will always reward us for it. Always. He's a reward of those that do what? Diligently seek. Luke 12 and 31. But rather seek ye the kingdom of God and all these things shall be what? Man, the stuff you're asking for is in the kingdom. So why don't you just seek the kingdom? You know why some folks don't want to seek the kingdom? Because they don't want to answer to the king. You want to go around God and get God's stuff. That's the same thing as a gay gospel singer. You singing about something you can't even do. Singing about a world you're not even a part of. His faithfulness. His faithfulness. Angels and stuff looking like. Man, you see this? Gabriel, Gabriel, come here. Look at, watch this. His faithfulness. Sing about something you don't know nothing. Yeah, they don't want to answer to the king and the kingdom, so they don't want no parts of the kingdom. Then when you start preaching the true kingdom, they want to say, you judge it. No, I'm not judging. I'm just trying to get myself ready to go before the king in the kingdom. If I'm going to go before the king in, in the kingdom, my tongue can't be hanging out while I'm singing. <laughs> I can't give the king of Sylvester the cat praise. You know, suffering. Fuck it. I've got that faithfulness. Nah, bro. God is a rewarder of those that put time and effort into learning him without doubting or wavering and you know back when i started ex ministries that was the thing that upset me most about the gospel music industry and gospel artists if you could sing and make music you were fast forwarded to some kind of authority and position just because you could make people feel good you were hailed as some kind of minstrel for the lord and had some kind of authority pastors submitting to your talent That bothered me because that meant you didn't have to spend any time with the Lord. All you had to do was spend time on the keyboard and in the microphone. Honing in on your skill and your talent and your ability. And that will fast forward you to the forefront. 
Not knowing that that's why the devil got kicked out in the first place. He tried to use his talent as authority. And God said, boy, you ain't nothing but a singer. Get out of here. Take them pipes. And <laughs> You're going to take over with some music. You better get out of here. God is a reward of those that put time and effort into learning of him without doubting or what? Wavering. So anybody can start it. But man, if you always doubting and wavering, man, come on. He ain't going to reward you. You ain't diligently seeking him if you're doubting and wavering. Having steadfast faith is the only way to truly receive from him. James 1 and 6. But let him ask in faith nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a what? Wave of the sea driven with the wind and what? You know what waves do in the, in, the, in the ocean when the wind blows? They rise up and then they disappear. Ain't no one wave went all across the ocean and it's still there. No, it's just always changing based on what the climate is. Yeah, just, all, what, just whatever the climate is. That's why I tell folks, stay off YouTube sometime. Hey, man, you need to go on a YouTube fast. Quit watching stuff and thinking the world about the end. Folk do crazy stuff, don't they? Lose all faith in God when they think the world is going, yeah, brother, do it. should I go buy a whole bunch of tuna? Somebody asked me that the other day. Just, I need to get some tuna and water, tuna and water. They've done that before, brother. I'm, 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 I'm stocking up. I'm stocking up my whole house in tuna and water. The climate, whatever's getting ready to happen, Trump say something, oh, 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 what do we do? But you got to keep your faith constant. Man, it don't matter what Trump does. Trump ain't running nothing. He's a figurehead. My God is still in control. Amen. And if, any, if there's anything I need to know, I'm going to find out. And God's got me. And if it's time for us all to blow up, we're just going to blow up. <laughs> Amen. But I'm blowing up in Jesus. Watch this. Watch this trick. Watch this. I'm blowing up, but then I'm going up. <laughs> hey. Hey. Almost made out a trick. Get up and run around the building. <laughs> But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. You don't want to be one that always wavers. Amen. Summary. Our faith is only as strong as our knowledge of God's will. Listen to this. Our faith is only as strong as our knowledge of God's will. This is how faith comes from hearing the word. The more we hear, the more we learn about what he wants from us. And what is required of us. Does that make sense? Our faith is only as strong as our knowledge of God's will. To pray for things outside of his plan for us is futile. God is the principal God, is a principal God. And in order to receive from him, we must be what? Oh, we must be aligned with him. It's easy to give stuff to people that you know got your back. They're not aligned with you and you know they are an undercover creep. You don't want to give them nothing. You don't want them asking you for anything. But when they align with you, you don't mind doing for them. Amen. Yeah. You do not learn from God by just talking to him or claiming him as your God. That's what everybody thinks. Oh, I know God, man. I was talking to him another day. Really? Was he talking back? So you can't learn from God by just talking to him 
and claiming him as your God. You must have faith. And this comes by what? This is why this is why the devil is trying to do away with church and keep everybody from church. Keep everyone from fellowship. Keep everyone from being under sound doctrine and a good word. Because he knows that if they don't get it there, they're going to get it some kind of way that's not tapered for them. It's not custom for them as a sheep. Sheeps without, sheep without a shepherd. They're being led astray by every wind of doctrine. Because no one is giving it to them the way God is saying they need it. If you do not know his word, you do not know him. Can I say it again? If you do not know his word... You do not know him. Amen? Turn the music off sometime and turn on the Bible. Turn the TV off sometime and turn on the Bible. Get the Bible. Read the, read the Bible. Get to know him. You don't know him if you don't know his word. And if you do not know his will, then you will struggle with asking things from him. In order to truly please him and receive from him, you must know who he is and how he what? How he does things. Oh, that's so important. This practice will ensure that your prayers will be answered and your faith will not what? Fail. You know, my kids got old enough to conspire <laughs> and learn me and my wife. They would have little meetings. <laughs> Vicky usually, you know, they, Landon was the sensible one. So he would be like, nah, you can't do that. But Vicky would be always thinking she knew. But they would meet to figure out which one to ask. But they would. They would meet to see when it was a certain thing or if it was something that they needed to tell that was bad, which one to tell. Which one to ask? But they would meet. But you know why they would meet to do that? Because they knew us. You spend time with us. You're always around us. So they knew when to ask, when to say, which one. No, not right now. He's, he's on a fast right now. No, not right now. Remember, mama, just something just happened. And no, this ain't a good time. But they learned those things from being around us. As babies, they don't know that. They just crying and we got to do it or we don't. I mean, it's just they don't know. But the older they got, the smarter they got because they began to learn us. The way you grow in God is the same way. The more time you spend with him, you'll begin to learn what to ask. No, I don't need to ask him for that. He's done, already done this and that. I don't even need to ask him for that. Right now is not a good time because, you know, I know what he's going to say. He's going to say, I need to work on myself in this area first. I need to prepare. I know he's going to say this. I'm not even bringing that. I'm just going to bring him some praise and just thank him. Thank him for the time I've spent with him to even know this. You'll avoid a whole lot of foolishness and a whole lot of wasted time if you just know him. Amen. Matthew 17 and 19. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, why can we not cast it out? So they tried to cast the devil out. And it didn't work. And they was embarrassed because they were the disciples of Jesus. Could you imagine that? Can you imagine how they approached the situation? Wait, wait, hold on. How dare you, devil? Don't you know we've been with Jesus? We've been with the Christ, king of the world. 
He's the king of everything. Bring him here. Come out in the name of Jesus. He said, nope. What? Could you imagine? What? And everybody looking. Ooh. ooh, ooh. Did you see that? Ooh. There ain't nothing when Jesus ain't around. <laughs> Come out, I say. Nope. So they just quietly. <laughs> when Jesus walked up, cast a demon out. The Bible says, then came them. They waited till everybody left. It said, the then came the disciples to Jesus, what? Apart. Apart from everything. They went to everybody left. They're like, Jesus, come here. Over here. Over here. Over here. Come on, Jesus. <laughs> I got to ask you something, man. <laughs> Why didn't it work? I mean, what happened? Jesus said unto them, what did he say? Because of your what? See, people try to flip this and because you wasn't fasting and praying. You were, no, he just said why it didn't work. Your unbelief, devil knew you didn't believe. Because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, remember hence to yonder place, and it shall remove. And nothing shall what? Man, if you have faith, all it takes is a grain of a mustard seed size. Ye shall say unto the mountain, and it'll be gone, man. There'll be nothing impossible unto you. Then he said, how be it this kind, this task to be able to do what I do. You got to spend some time with me. This kind comes out by fasting and prayer. Meaning this kind, this thing that's in front of you, I don't know who I'm talking to, but this thing in front of you, it's going to require some time with him. Fasting and praying. You got to connect with him. It's not coming out. It's not going to happen until you connect with him. It's going to take time. This one. This kind. Some of the others you were able to do. The disciples was able to do it. This one right here. This one saw your unbelief. And said, I'm not budging. You're not close enough to the source. So I'm not afraid of you. This kind is only going to come out. You're only going to get this thing, this breakthrough, this thing you're trying to get. It's going to take prayer. Fasting. It's going to take time with him. Amen. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of the Adamant Believers Council in North Richland Hills, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124, or donate online at exministries.com.